Hello, Kinga. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. I just got sunburned. Oh. <laughs> so how's everything been going? Have you been? I'm good. Um, it's actually weird to be home um, for so long because I, I would always just come home for three weeks. And now I've been home for almost three months. But I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So uh, um, I'll let you introduce yourself. And then uh, kind of give a little bit of your background and, um, you know, what you're doing now, what your last couple of years like in college were like, and then uh, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Um, so my name is Kinga Windish. Uh, I'm from Budapest, Hungary, and uh, I I've been playing volleyball since I was nine years old. As I, yeah. And uh, I played uh, in several clubs in Hungary and then after high school I got got a great offer to go and play um, volleyball and um, study in the U.S. So I went to Coastal Carolina University where I spent two years uh, and then I transferred to Utah, University of Utah. And I just graduated so I'm back home now and I'm actually, uh, I've already signed my, uh, signed a contract with a professional volleyball team here in Hungary. So I'm going to keep playing. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, what, what pro club are you with now? Um, it's called Vashash. I've actually played um, for this team, uh, but I, it's a club that has like um, um, several like age. Um, I don't really know how to say it, but so they have uh, different teams and there is like a professional team too for uh, like only with like adults and so um, I've actually like played with them for two years before I left uh, for the States and now I'm returning I guess. Um, so with with like your time at Coastal um, that was kind of how your first your first time there was kind of my first time there too. So we got to know each other a little bit, and then you transferred to Utah. Um, I know you, you had a, you had a pretty good career at Utah as well. Uh, the last couple of years you were there, um, kind of talk about your transition from Coastal out to Utah, and then how your last two years went. Um, so I really like playing at Coastal, and I really like the school and the team, but. Um, I felt like, uh, the whole, like, volleyball and even, like, academics could be a little, um, stronger, like, a little more, uh, like, a little harder. So that was main mainly the reason why I, um, felt like I needed a change. And then, uh, I got this great offer from Utah, uh, and, um, I, I'm so happy I did the, like, I transferred to Utah because it was, totally different from um, Coastal and uh, I feel like it just like completed my whole journey uh, in the U.S. and it just made everything uh, a lot better and I feel like I got more experience. Um, I got to um, learn how other teams in the U.S., uh, how they work, how other schools are and I actually got to um, spend two years on the West Coast which is awesome and I so University of Utah is in the Pac-12 conference, which is a really hard conference. So it was um, a lot different to get prepared for games there than because I we never knew who's gonna win. It was so um, all the teams are so good in the Pac-12. So it was just um, very different, I would say. Yeah, um, I know. Like the environment, and everything out there is like the the, the play is a lot more fast paced. Uh, there's a lot more aggressive players. There's a lot more, there's, I'm not going to say a lot more, but different strategy and coaching styles for sure. Um, what what was kind of the biggest thing you learned from, you know, transitioning from uh, Hungary to the U.S. at 18, 19, and then from there going through college from Coastal to Utah and then now back to Hungary? Um, so yeah, I was 18 when I left uh, Hungary and it was definitely a big change because um, just like even like how schools work and like how 
like with volleyball, everything was different. So uh, I remember my first um, season, I was just like trying to adjust. It was very different. And even with the language, <laughs> I thought I knew English. But then when I actually had to understand, um, when people spoke to me, it was a lot harder. But um, um, just like volleyball wise, I feel like um, in the US, it was just very like the game was so a lot faster than in Hungary um the practices were like you had to perform every practice in order to play and most of the especially at Utah like all of our practices we had like stats and so after practices we looked at our stats and we had to watch uh, they taped our practices we had to watch ourselves um and then just learn from every practice and we had to improve from practice to practice and then basically if we didn't we had little talks with coaches and i feel like it was a very um i got um a very good oh, hold on <laughs> so like my relationship with my coaches were a lot more personal in the us than um than back home because just like literally after each practice we would discuss like how how things went what went right what went wrong um and then also just like the way the players um the team just like um, every practice we had to beat each other out in order to play. And I just really like this whole like competitive environment. And I've never experienced something like that back home. I'm not saying it wasn't um, competitive there. It's just, I always had the feeling that the coach made up his mind that these players are going to play. And that was it. Like, regardless how you perform the practices. And I feel like, both in coastal and in Utah, um, if you did well at practices and or even if you you were just like a leader, like your personality was like uh, people would follow you and like look up to you, uh, even though you weren't maybe the best um, one in like your stats weren't the best, you, you still had a chance to play. Um, so I really liked that. I also really liked um, just like how close everyone was like the team i still i still talk to all of my friends and it's just like i feel like i gain like lifelong friendships and uh, i just think it was more like a family environment and uh it made this whole like journey so much easier and better so i feel like uh now going back uh home and playing as a professional it's not gonna be as um much of a uh, like a family-like environment because it's you get paid for it it's basically your job you have to perform of course but you're not there to make friends you're there to do your what your job is i'm not saying i'm not gonna make friends well, yeah i already have some friends but it's just i feel like it's definitely different than than being in college and um, going through the same things with all of your um friends and like teammates it's just definitely different but i'm really looking forward to it yeah, so with uh, I know with with pro and everything, um, you either get like a year to year, multi year, you know, whatever your contract is. Um, with with that being said, why why did you end up choosing volleyball over any other sport? Um, I've always liked team sports. Uh, I love to be in a team. I love to be around a lot of people. So that was, and I also like ball games and. I've never felt like I was good at basketball, even though I'm tall. It's just never really worked out for me. And I don't like that. Bas I feel like basketball is a little bit like more aggressive. Like it's a contact sport. While with volleyball, it was a little bit less like, you know, aggressive. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I just, in control. I always like, I, I remember every summer I would watch beach volleyball and then I don't know. At some point, I told my mom, I was like, let me try it. Like, I, I want to, like, try playing volleyball. And then I just stick with it. I don't know. I really liked it from the beginning. So um, I know, like, within volleyball, you have all of your, we'll say, challenges and obstacles you kind of have to overcome. I know that you, just with the travel alone, is the biggest one. Um, even with, like, talking with Annette and AK and, um, you know, a lot of the other girls that, we either you know dealt with or you played with over here in the states you know y'all are traveling 
you know, sometimes 10, 12, 14 hours just to come here on top of playing. So the adjustment is, can seem very crazy and very hectic. Um, what were some of the like, big life lessons and some of the big obstacles that helped shape you with playing? Well, I just think um, like moving away from my family was like a huge change, especially because I didn't, like I moved super far, far away. Um, and I'm super close with them. So I definitely felt like, okay, I need to grow up now. Like I can't depend on them forever. And it's time for me to become more independent, take care of myself. Of course, I got all the help from them. Um, so they are and like they were there for me. I feel like they, I hope they will be there for me in the future too. But uh, I just feel like um, leaving home was definitely... Um, hard because uh even though I, I was i was so far away from them and my family and my friends and i had to move to a whole different country learn a different culture um but i think it was it was a great experience i would literally do it anytime again um if i had the chance because uh, i'm so grateful i i, I learned how to um you know, become friends with other people from other uh, nationalities, um, learn other cu cultures, adjust to a whole new environment. I feel like it helped me um, become a much more independent and um, even like a stronger person because I feel like I can take care of myself now. Like even though I moved home, I'm not planning on moving back with my family. I'm, I'm starting my life. Uh, so I just think uh, it was great in order for me to grow up. Yeah. So I know, I know, uh, playing pro right now is your, obviously your, your main priority right now in life. Um, and I, I hope all the best for you and playing as much as you possibly can. Uh, cause I know, especially with a career in, in, in volleyball, when you get established, you can, as long as you perform consistently, you have, you know, 10, 15 years more or less that you can kind of run through. Um, what are your plans? And I know this is kind of a big, big jump, but what would be your point outside of volleyball for a job or career? Um, so I finished, uh, I got my degree in business administration and uh, I, I really enjoyed like anything, everything I learned at school and I'm planning on after volleyball, I'm planning on starting to work. And um, as of right now, my plan is to join our family business so my dad is a, a dentist he has his own practice and um i'm planning on on working there and just like basically like managing the whole practice uh and just like even like doing financial financial um things um i'm also thinking of um doing an mba and uh, i haven't decided in uh, yet what i want to do it in um maybe accounting i don't know we'll see i i don't really have a plan for that as of right now but i'm definitely um trying to join the family business and um you know just um just like stay with i, I i'm just planning on working with my family um because my my dad's a dentist my sister's learning um she's becoming a dentist too so and i think my my brother is gonna um uh, go to dental school too so i hope that at some point we all will uh work together yeah yeah i mean it, it is nice to have something like that that you guys can hold on to and continue you know after your dad's you know ready to retire ready just to say okay i want to hand it off i mean it is always nice to kind of have that that claim to your last name and say hey this is ours and we can make like almost like your, your own little legacy out of it um yeah with with everything um i know that you, this is one of the things I, I think some, some athletes don't think about, but you, you constantly do have someone kind of admiring you, like looking up to you, um, like being a role model for like those younger girls, you know, whether they're in high school, you know, junior seniors, or they're younger in middle school or like, you know, grade seven and eight. Um, what, what kind of role model are you trying to be, especially when you, you know, you're going to be playing pro now again, and 
you know, you have those girls, those young athletes that, that come to your matches, like what, what image are you trying to put out there for them? Um, well, I'm, my main goal is to become a leader um, on and off the court, uh, just like um, by like showing a great example, have a great work ethic. And um, yeah, um, I just really hope that at some point I'll be able to, uh, you know, make super responsible choices, uh, just like always um, act classy, if I can say that, and just like um, on, on the court, of course, um, I hope I will get to play as much as I can. And by that, I, I want to be a leader by like scoring and, and just like, um, um, just like being a, a great team team player, a great teammates um, to all of my um, teammates um, and just encouraging people. Um, I've always felt like uh, I could help people uh, if they had any issues, just like talk to them and I want to keep doing that. Like I want to make people feel like um, they can trust me and tell me uh, um, if there's if there's anything going on with them and just to be there and like support people and uh, just like make sure um, they know that they can tell me anything and their secrets or whatever is going on is going to be safe uh, if they tell me. Um, so yeah, I just, these are just like small things, but I just want to um, do that and become a person who um, is very reliable and an honest person. Yeah. I, and I know for, for me, that's, that's a huge thing I try and teach my athletes is you kind of want to be their family and be, yeah. be there for them. And, you know, can, I'm just going to reiterate what you're saying is, you know, be able to have those personal conversations and not have to worry, you know, yet you two can, you and the other person can hold on to it. And that, that you might only need that one person to help you and they can help you. And then you kind of build that bond a little tighter and tighter and tighter to where if you need somebody, you can always rely on that one person or everyone on your team. And, you know, even your coaches, if that's a possibility, um, what, um, this is one thing I, I still look back on every now and then is, um, I, I look at myself when I was like 15, 14 years old and, um, one would be what advice would I give him at that age? And uh, I look at it on the other side as, you know, if I was 15 again, looking at me, um, what would I think of myself now? So, you know, if you can kind of picture yourself at like 12, 13 and say, you know, or you know, 14, 15 and say, okay, you know, what advice would you give yourself at 15? And what would your 15 year old self think of you now? Um, so my advice would be to always choose my dreams. Uh, never, uh, if something seems hard, don't back up because it's hard for a reason. It's gonna make me a stronger, a better person. And um, it's definitely like, once I do something, I just love the accomplishment, the feeling of, okay, I've done this. So uh, I would give the advice to just like, whatever I, I, I want to do, like I need to do because uh, I need to take any opportunities that life give, uh, gives me. Um, and then I honestly feel like I don't want to sound weird, but I'm super um, proud of um, the past four years, mm -hmm. how I um, just like, even with this whole moving away from home, moving to the States, I honestly um, don't think uh, that if someone would have asked me at the age of 12 or 15, uh, if, that, if anything like that uh, was in my plans, I would have done it because it's definitely... Um, far away and it's hard because uh i didn't get to see my family i didn't get to be home and um i just feel like it's a it's not something everyone can um say uh, about themselves that they uh, moved away uh at the age of 18 and i'm just i'm proud that i finished school i graduated i'm proud of um the teams that uh i got to be a part of and i'm super proud of um these past four years because there definitely has been hard times and uh, I definitely um, 
like there were times when I I I'm, I came home to visit my family for Christmas and I didn't want to go back because there was just never enough time that I got to spend here and it just seemed hard to go back and just do another four or five months uh, without seeing them and um but um honestly uh, I'm I'm super proud that I never backed up and I just finished the whole thing <laughs> and I know I kind of from experience with the same thing um maybe for me it was coaching um I know when I first came to coastal when I first came to my very first like division two school um kind of how we talked about doing this right now um is how I felt I mean I was nervous I was shaky I didn't know how to answer things I didn't know what to say at first and you know it was it was very gratifying to me it was a very growing moment for me just to kind of say it and then own it um, whether it was right or wrong, um, it was what I felt was right at the time. And I know it helped me a lot to kind of go in confidently. And, you know, just like you were saying, you know, you, you, you don't want to boast, but you want to, you know, exclaim like, you know, I did this and I want everyone to realize like, you know, I do, I am proud of myself. So it does speak a lot to your character where, you know, you want to stay humble and you still want to show your accomplishments but you don't feel the need to have to shout it all the time and you kind of just let your work show and you don't yeah. have to voice your opinion every day, which speaks a lot to you, especially as a, an athlete that a coach, it makes it, it makes, you know, your coach's job now that much easier. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree um, that with you, like I'd never feel the need to tell everyone that, Hey, this is what I did. But for sure, I'm proud of it because I just I know people who tried it and couldn't go with it. Um, and I, I do think it's a hard, um, hard thing. And so I feel like they're like I, I'm I have the right to be proud of myself, mm -hmm. but I'm also not um, starting any conversations with that. I'm, I'm not like trying to like tell everyone, obviously, if they ask me about it, like, I'm, I'm proud to tell about my journey. Yeah. yeah. So um, with like with club, I mean, and this is where I kind of want you to like, you know, boast a little bit and kind of tell me what your ultimate goals are um, with 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 your professional career. Now, what are your what are your end goals? Like, what are your highest achievements that, that you want to get to before you kind of not hang it up, but quit playing professionally? Um. I want to be, uh, I really want to become a member of the Hungarian national team. Um, so that's probably my biggest goal as of right now. Um, I feel like that would be amazing. Uh, so that's my plan. Uh, that's my biggest plan. And um, I'm, I'm going to do anything um, to get there. Uh, I really like, uh, I like to set goals and just like, try to do anything uh, and work hard for it and I hope I, I, I will achieve it um, and then so I signed a contract for this upcoming season and I really hope that me and my team are gonna win the Hungarian uh, championship as well as the Hungarian cup and um, we're gonna play in the um, Champions League too and uh, I'm planning like I really hope that our team will get to um, a really good um final score so I hope that we will get to play some good teams and um, gain a lot of experience um, just to play with the best teams um, around the world and uh, hopefully even beat some of them so yeah now um, I know I have like a couple sites and stuff I belong to that they stream a lot of the um, European uh, pro matches um, now I haven't looked up. Now correct me if I say it wrong. Um, Bashes. Vashash. Vashash. Okay. Vashash. Yeah. All right. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule so much yet. Um, but is there anywhere online that that like anyone would be able to just watch your pro matches, or are they more of a like local televised? Um. So for the champion, um, Champions League um, games, there's definitely going to be uh, a live stream. Yeah, is but... that a CEV, correct? I th yes, yes. Okay, because that, that, that is the one I do follow. All right. Yeah. And then there's also, um, so all of the Hungarian games 
uh, at least this past year, because that's where I watched um, them play. Uh, they're going to be on YouTube, so there's going to be a, a link where you can watch the games. You can either watch them live or if you don't have the time to watch it at the time uh, when, when it's happening, you can always rewatch them. And uh, usually these links are um, um, on the pages of the of the teams. So they just like um, send a, a link uh, where they can watch the live stream or sometimes they're on Facebook as well. Um, but I'm not that, I don't really know um, for sure where you will be able to find them um, like every time. But for me, this past, year's, past year, anytime I wanted to watch um, Hungarian game, that's where I found it. Okay. Because I'm actually, I'm looking at, um, well, it says uh, Vashas, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, um, <laughs> Obuda, O-B-U-D-A? Yes. Okay. Yes. Budapest. So I'm looking at the roster from 2019. Is this the the team that you're going to be on? Yes. Okay. Um, so if anyone's watching, um, it's cev.eu. Um, and then yeah. from there you can go find the rankings, club schedules and everything. Um, because yes. I've been trying to follow all of that. Um, they also, I believe this is where they live stream it. Um, it's actually pretty cheap to have it. Um, but as where yeah. I'm watching a net play, um, uh, I've been trying to find, I'm going to be talking to Leah Hardiman tomorrow. Um, oh, that's awesome. So, um, I don't know. She just changed clubs this year. So what I'm trying to do now is, um, and what I'll ask you is kind of send me your schedule when you get it, um, is to follow everybody and try and keep up with all of you because it is, it is really cool for me personally, just to watch all of you play. And go like, hey, I I got to coach them or I got to work with them, um, and it's really cool to kind of see all of your dreams play out, see all your hard work kind of get laid out right in front of you. And then um, my biggest thing is to watch you guys learn, even even at a pro level. So to like go through all your errors and you know find your successes and find their find what shots work for you that that match, and then find what shots don't don't work for you that match, and then to watch you adapt game, game to game is, is really cool. And I think it is like what you talked with um, your time at Utah where you guys got to watch your practices and kind of talk about it. Um, it does get you in that mindset. Like it does help you already get there to say, okay, um, this worked, this didn't work. Maybe let's try and get the lesser to get higher and just maintain on the, on the good attributes or, you know, whatever was working for you. So it's, it's just, it's surreal sometimes to, to look at all the people that I've come in contact with. And, um, even though, you know, we haven't talked until today since, oh, it's been like three years. So I it, think it, it's been two, two, two years. Two years. It's been, Maybe, fast. Yeah. it's been fast. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it's just, it's really surreal. And I kind of say that every time I do these, but, um, I'm, I feel very, accomplished and humble at the same time to have met all of you and um it's it's really cool because you all helped me adapt and learn how to coach when there is that language barrier and you know there were there were plenty of times where we joked because there were words that i didn't know and you didn't know we kind of just looked at each other and found a common ground and i would just say yes or no and then you just uh, yeah uh, okay all right we're just gonna do that then um so I know you were talking about like your, the, the coaching style at Utah and with more of the one-on-one, -on -one, um, was that your favorite coaching style so far? Like on how to get on, on how you like being coached, um, and just kind of like r run through it for us. Yeah, I, I would say, um, I feel like I improved the most at Utah because, um, uh, there um we had um three coaches um that um our head coach would there was all, every year it was different who was like who focused on which um players but um one coach was um working in, um with the middle blockers and someone was working with the setters and then um the third one was working with um, um the hitters and so it was really great that we had a weekly meetings uh week weekly meetings with them uh, where they uh, we watched a little bit of film uh, 
sometimes it was um, from a game or um, or just practices and and just go through everything like literally watch every detail of like how like my arm like my, my pendulum was or like how my arm swing was it at, by that hit so it was very detailed and um it was very broken down to like step by step uh, what we need to work on and i really liked um that it was um super focused like all these meetings were very like focused on you and what you need to work on to be better and then of course and um, the whole environment at utah um it was just a super competitive environment every practice um we're just like trying to be and uh, be the best um Players who weren't on the starting side, they just wanted to get over to the starting side. Players who were already there, they just wanted to keep their spot. And everyone got the same um, chances and, like, opportunities. So that was awesome. And uh, I just feel like even with, like, talking to coaches after practices, that was definitely something I really liked. Just, like, this super personal relationship with them. Um, and if I had any problems or any questions... Like, no matter what time I could ask them, like, just, like, text them, hey, like, can I talk to you? And I, I really like that type of coaching where they want me to be the best. Uh, but, of, of course, I have to put in the work and show them that I do care. And then there were always chances to, like, do some extra work, extra reps um, before or after practices. And all of the coaches were willing to be there and, like, help you if you needed help or if you wanted someone to watch you or just, like, um, help um, – help you to improve basically so i think that's the best type of um coaching that works for me and, and i know that um with you uh, when you coach me like you did that too and i'm super grateful for that like how like even at coastal like you guys were always like trying to help us and like look at the small things like what we need to work on so um i'm super grateful for all of my coaches that i got to work uh, with and i'm actually so glad that like it's really crazy that we haven't seen each other talk the past two years, but I'm I'm so glad that now we're talking and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it is it is uh I think it's it it's cool but it's scary at the same time how fast time goes by now. Um because those those four years I mean now I look back on it and I'm like, okay, you know, twenty seventeen did not seem that long ago when I got down here and now at twenty twenty we're halfway through already and you know, I'm taking big steps in what I'm doing. You just, you're playing your first pro season. Um, and it's, you know, those are huge steps. And it's, it's, it is always nice. And what I try and do personally, and I'm sure you do something like this in, in some ways, try and step back and then kind of look at it and go, you know, wow, I, I, I did this. I did this, you know, not on my own, but I pushed myself to accomplish it. And, you know, you end up talking back with people like, you know, we're doing now and, uh, you know, talking to your teammates and stuff. And then all of a sudden you kind of, you, you, you want to tell one person, you know, Hey, thanks for doing this so long ago. Cause it really helped me in this. And um, that's a big reason why I wanted to bring you on along with everybody else is yeah. to kind of give you guys that recognition of you know what you've done and to kind of shed light and show other people what it takes, like, you know, what it takes to accomplish even just filling out the paperwork and getting in contact with coaches. Um, can be very stressful, um, especially coming from another country. And then, yeah. <laughs> and to then, you know, do what's right for you. And, you know, you you transferring was, you know, your choice to, you wanted a different challenge. And it's, it's one of those, it's not against any coach. It's not bashing anybody. It's, you know, you, you were looking for a certain thing and your fit was somewhere else. So, to then take that and, you know, you stayed in control of what you wanted and you progressed how you wanted to and you let other people push you and then now you're you're able to show it off now and then really start working in your first pro season. So it's it's cool to to see someone else go through it and to see somebody else, you know, really Thank you. now appreciate it. Because now I think you you do appreciate that and then now you're I think there's almost like a second gear that happens where you're like, okay, I get to play for my, for my job and it's the best gift that you can get. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I'm super excited to start my first pro season and I'm just hoping that I will achieve all of my goals 
and I'm so so grateful for the past four years and the time spe I spent at Coastal, the coaches I got to work with, and and same with Utah. Like I'm so grateful for everything that happened, and I probably like would do the whole thing all over again, like anytime and the same way. Like I'm so glad that I, even though I transferred from Coastal, like I'm super grateful for everything. Um, and everyone that I met there and I got to work with. So it's been, it's been great. So, I mean, the, uh, I guess my, like my, one of my only other questions I have for you really is I know what the recruiting process is like here in the States. Um, but what did you go through in Hungary in order to bring you over here? Cause I know, I mean, Joseph is from Budapest, so it's a little easier with that connection, but even with that, I mean, he's over here, 80% of the time anyway. Um, what was your journey with recruiting from overseas? Um, so, yeah, I, I got recruited um, through Joseph. So that was definitely um, a little bit different uh, just because um, he basically, like, helped me and told me what to do. But I remember I was um, a sophomore in high school, and there's this agency called uh, easy go to USA or something. It's a Hungarian agency that um, they are tracking all kind of athletes, like tennis players, track and field athletes, volleyball players, basketball players, like any kind of athletes um, that are in high school that are um, about to start um, college. And uh, if they feel like that they have the potential or if they just like looking at their rec records and just like looking at all of their achie previous achievements, they um, contacted me and like they contact um, these kind of athletes. And um, so they told me about um, themselves and told me that um, they are, uh, if I'm, if I'm interested in, in um, going to the U S uh, and um, you know, keep playing there and study at the same time, um, they could definitely help me with all the paperwork and, and all of these uh, recruiting things. Um, but to be honest, at that time, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that. So um, I told them that, of course, I'm interested, but I'm not super sure if that's something uh, I, I want to do like 100%. And so when I was um, a junior in high school, I um, got, I, I've met more um, players that returned from the US or returned from anywhere, like um, any other, um, countries where they play professionally and um most of them like did play in the u.s and like um did go to college there so i just started talking to them um i um asked how like what they had to do to get uh to get there and um who, who do i have to talk to and then um someone i actually had a teammate um esto not yesterday yep. Esther, not. she played at coastal as well and um so um, I played her one season after she got back uh, from um, um, Coastal. And so she helped me a lot. She told me that I should um, um, get in contact with uh, Joseph. And so that's what I did, basically. Um, and then I I had to um, create a highlight um, film, like a video of myself. Uh, I sent that to Joseph. He told me that even if it's not going to be coastal, where I'm going to go, like he's going to send it out to other coaches. Um, and then uh, I just like started talking to him. There were actually two or three other colleges that I talked to at the same time. And um, I had to take um, two exams. Um, that was more, that was for the school to get into academics. Uh, one was called TOEFL. And uh, it's it's literally like how colleges are. So I had to like listen to lectures and then answer questions. It's a great exam because it definitely prepares uh, you um, for what, what it's going to be like. But it's also super hard because you have to do everything through a computer. So for four hours, I had to sit in a small room and just like talk to a computer and listen to lectures and then repeat whatever they said within like five minutes. So it was very challenging, um, but I had to do that test. And then another, I, I also had to do SAT, the SAT. Um, and then... Um, you also have to do a, uh, like an English ready, like a, a English language comprehension. Yeah, that was the TOEFL, the TOEFL test or exam. That was it. Um, so, 
And I already had, I think, uh, like another English like exam, the kind of like a certification, but I do know how to speak English, I guess. But um, so most um, schools um, require SAT and TOEFL from international um, students. Which I know that. And so, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So just like uh, I had to do this um, two exams and I had to um, score every school has like another requirement, like what you have to, uh, what score you need to get on these exams. But so once I um, got like a good score, uh, I just had to get my visa and then everything was physically done, I guess. Yeah. And I know the, I, I don't think a lot of US athletes, unless they're in college, um, realize what you all have to go through to come over here and just play. I mean, not even play, but just to get into college um, because the, you know, scholarships and everything are more or less the easier part. Um, they can just offer it to you, but the, all the preliminary stuff with the paperwork, the exams, everything are where um, I've seen a lot of foreign athletes kind of get lost in, in the mix because they either are having a hard time with it or can't pick up on the language that easily. Um, Maybe they get delayed six months a year. Maybe they can't make it in. So that is, you know, there, there, there are some, you know, very experienced players who don't get a chance to come over here and play. Um, sometimes that's a hindrance. Sometimes it's a good thing. Um, I know a couple of things I've been told are when you play in college, you have four years, five years, depending on what you're doing, um, of structured training. Um, not even matches practices, just structured training. You know, when you're practicing, you, your food's taken care of, you know, when you're training, your workout's done, you know, set for you. Um, you're already set for your matches. Everyone travels together. You have all this, you know, you have this regimen. And um, I know with pros, sometimes you're kind of on your own with a lot of things. Um, maybe not so much with the practice and the, the training, but with, you know, eating, you know, keeping your, your sleep cycle, keep, keeping your daily schedule. Um, and you kind of lose that structure in a sense. And it, I think, I think it does take a very special person, not just skill based, but a very specially um, regimented person to take that next step and go play professionally. Yeah. Um, it's everything that what you said is right. Like how, like, are traveling like our days like are planned from like literally every minute like it's just uh, like super organized and I feel like especially now that I um, with this whole quarantine thing like I just felt like my days weren't as planned and it was definitely harder so um, um, I do think I learned how to manage my time pretty well learned when I uh, if I um, have a little time I have to use all, all of the time to like be as efficient as possible. So uh, I really hope that uh, I will be able to keep that um, kind of like mentality and kind of um, just like being super organized, like even this upcoming year, because um, as a pro, like obviously like we get our traveling done, like everything is just like, it's all planned out for us as well, but we don't get like food, just like how we got in, at college. Um, obviously we have team meals, but it's not like we have like every meal together. So I need to be responsible to make good choices and just like know like what, what and when I have to eat. Um, same with just like sleeping. Um, and now that I don't have to study that much or hopefully at all, I also have to, um, use the time between practices wisely. So I'm really hoping on, um, you know, ma making the best out of this this new lifestyle and this whole like upcoming year. Yeah. And I, I, I think um, with a lot of athletes, when, when they make that transition, they have that much more time. So they're like, okay, I have all this time. What am I going to do now? And you kind of, I think you, you're able to start investing back in yourself instead of having to invest in so many places and so many areas of your life at once, you can now focus on training, uh, playing, and then, you know, you and your family. So right. you don't have to, you don't have to spread yourself so thin anymore. And you can start picking and choosing 
what you want to do during your off time. You know, do I want to just go back home and rest? Do I want to go out? Do I want to go adventure, you know, run around the city? Or, you know, do I want to plan a little mini trip or, you know, just sit and read a book or, you know, have a, a video call from, you know, 14, 15 hours away. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think, you know, just another, another reason why you get to appreciate it more. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I know as of right now that is I definitely want to spend more time on recovery. So like, you know, make sure I do stretch because at college we always had our athletic trainers who would like tell us, okay, you need like a, you know, you need to go to the ice tub now. Like you need to do your stretches, do your rehab stuff. And I don't know if that's going to be the case for this upcoming year, but if not, I really want to use this time between practices to keep up with this routine because it definitely helped me. And I think it's also really important. So um, I'm going to give, we got about 15 minutes roughly. So anybody watching, if you have a question for Kinga, go ahead and ask. Um, we're just still going to keep going back and forth a little bit. Um, what, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some of the more, we'll say like uh, quirky questions, like the basic Q and A stuff. Um, uh, I know when I asked AK some of these, the, the answers were, were, were kind of funny. So I want to see from your eyes coming in from Hungary to the U.S., um, what was what was the biggest culture shock for you coming to the U.S.? Hmm. Um, I feel like everyone was a lot friendlier. Um, so even if I just went to the gro like grocery shopping, like people would just like, like say hi to me, smile at me, and just like talk to me, even though they didn't know me. And that was definitely something that never happened to me before. I feel like here, like anywhere in Europe, like people like don't talk to strangers. Like they just don't like, even if it's something nice, they just like don't really say stuff like that. So I remember the first time like people like, just like said something like even hi, like even they know they didn't know me. I was so confused. I was like, I don't think I know you. Why are you talking to me? So that was definitely um, something that uh, was was a lot different, and I I had to adjust it, and I had to become a little nicer, I guess, and just like be open to it. Yeah. Uh, what was, what were the the biggest like food differences, uh, in the U.S. Mm. Like if you had well, to, in Hong if you had to pick one yeah. thing, um, from the U.S. to take back with you, what would it be? Oh, that's hard. Um, there's a there's a lot of things I love, like a lot of foods that I really like. Um, I would probably say In and Out. I loved In and Out. Uh, I think that that I know it's fast food, but it's so good. I really yeah. liked it. Or Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is really good too. These are the two um, places that I really like, and I'm I'm sad that we don't have it here in Hungary. Yeah. But um, yeah, food is definitely different because, like in Hungary, we have a lot of um, traditional foods. Um, we basically eat soup, like with every lunch or like so even with dinner. And I, I don't think that really was the case in the U.S. Or just like even like eating fruit with lunch, like that. That's something in the U.S. Like people do in the U.S. And I've never done that before. Like I don't, I don't know. It was just. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of differences with foods, but it's just because in Hungary, like we have a lot of traditional dishes that like everyone like eats. And so, mm -hmm. but yeah. So uh, with, cause I'm trying to think, I know I'm trying to plan a trip over towards Europe next year to try and go through like the, the Mediterranean and, and then maybe do a trip up through the Northern side of Europe. Um, where where else in Europe have you traveled, um, whether because of volleyball or not, and which places did you like the most? Uh, oh, that's hard. Uh, I've been to a lot of places. Um, I love traveling, so I'm glad even if it's with volleyball or um, without volleyball, if it's just a vacation, because I just love like just like going anywhere basically. But um, I really like Greece. Um, I think that's a great like summer vacation like it's beautiful uh, and then you can choose between like there are several islands and like each of them are different um, I, I also love Italy 
I think it's beautiful. I've been to Italy several times and I just, I literally like would want to go anytime. It's just so nice. Like any, any cities or like any parts of Italy, it's beautiful. Uh, and the food is great, of course. Um, and then uh, I've been to Sweden. I've been to, um, to Germany, to Austria, Switzerland. I love skiing. So um, anytime I have the chance to ski, I mean, my family just go and ski. It's usually in Austria or um, or Switzerland, but so I I go there almost every year. So Utah was also great because I I got to ski there. It was it was really cool skiing in Utah. Uh, it's different than skiing in Europe. The snow is really good, and I'm super glad that I got to experience um, that. And then I also. There are there are still a lot of um, places in the U.S. Uh, where I want to go back, and I'm planning on I'm planning on visiting the U.S. every year at least once to see my friends, um, and then just go to the the states and um, places that I haven't been. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of like my plan. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, how I usually like to end this is um, with your final words, kind of what advice would you give to any younger athletes or anyone watching on, you know, playing volleyball and pursuing their dreams? Um, well, I was just going to say that um, don't be afraid to dream big um, and go f go after your dreams um, and just, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it's hard because I don't feel like I'm that wise to say things like that, but um, just like, um, yeah, just like dream big and, and do anything that takes you, get to your goals. All right. All right. So <laughs> um, uh, if you could do me one big favor and that is send me your schedule or uh, send me the link when you get it, um, I will put that on my website and on here. Um, I look forward to watching you. Uh, do you know when the when the season starts? It's probably gonna be um, end of September or beginning of October. It's not sure yet, but okay. I will send you uh, our schedule and like any details once I get it. Okay, so um, I'll put that up here as well. Um, I look forward to watching you play. So, um, Thank you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll touch base with you again once you start playing, see how everything's going, maybe have you back on again to kind of go over your first experiences and your uh, first pro contract. So, but thank you so thank much you. For, for coming. Thank on. you. It was great seeing you. So, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Have Bye. a great day. Bye.